You're listening to The Body Uncovered. I'm Michelle Bond, exercise physiologist and published researcher serving clients since 1999. If you want to dig past the magazine headlines and learn how the body actually works, I'll show you how to develop a can-do attitude with a body that you can depend on. Stay tuned, and let's get Uncovered. Michelle Bond, and today we're going to talk about exercises gone wild. Oh yeah, as you probably know by now, I review a lot of things out there in the marketplace, whether they're new products, an article, or whatnot, to see, um, you know, if it's safe, effective, and basically doing what it says it's going to do in relation to how the body actually works. And then bringing that information to you. Okay, so you can use it in whatever way you would like. But my job is to tell you the truth about how the body actually works. I did not invent the body. I take no credit. (laughs) All I take credit for is spending years and years learning about how it works and bringing this information to you. So today, what I'm going to do is I found an article. I actually found it on Facebook. Um because a major magazine company posted uh, this article on their Facebook page. So I took a look. Um, Again, this was a a famous female actress training uh, with her personal trainer. Again, not knocking famous people working out and certainly not knocking personal trainers. But when I see something that I feel could be done better, I'm definitely going to talk about it. Because I think a lot of times when it comes to training famous people and writing articles about what they're doing, there's a lot of glitz and glamour and sizzle to sell, and I am not about that. Listen, I've trained famous people before. I don't talk about it. I don't need to. And the reality is, I'm here to help you learn about how your body works and get you results, right? So you can have a can-do attitude with a body you can depend on uh, and commit to exercise for a lifetime. Okay, that's what I do. So, on that note, I want to bring to light a couple of exercises that I found in this article. Now, one of them involves the pool, and that is a wonderful thing to use, but there are a few things about going in the pool you need to know about. So, before I talk about that, let me just explain that I'm also going to give you some things after each exercise that you can do to make it more efficient for yourself. But what this article talked about was getting this actress the best workout of her life, getting core strength, getting strong, keeping her muscles toned. Okay, so if that's the case, even though I don't use the word toned, because that word is not really accurate in exercise physiology, Tone has something to do with the nervous system, not how you actually look. You can't sculpt a muscle. That's another conversation. Let's investigate these exercises to see if they're actually going to do for this client what they say they're going to do. Okay, strength, core strength, or strength of the muscles, core strength, and just a total body workout. 
I think it does work the total body, but let's see if it works it out efficiently. Okay, so the first exercise I saw was this actress with, in the pool with the water, say, just under her chin. And then she had a barbell, the type that can go in the pool. Looks like a water barbell. And it was across her shoulders, so she had her arms by her ears with the barbell resting on the back of her shoulders. And she was instructed to lower her body or lower her head down in the water so the water was just above the top of her head and then burst out through the water. Okay, so it just shows her up from her neck going down about, what, say four or five inches, the length of a head, let's say, down and burst, down and burst, down and burst. So to the average person, it's like, oh my gosh, look at that exercise. Wow, her trainer is great. Look, 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 all the splashing and all the jumping and wow. Okay, all right, I can understand that. But as an exercise physiologist who's looking at the claims this trainer's making, let's, let's break it down. Is it aerobic? You bet. Is aerobics bad? No. <laughs> this is a great aerobic exercise. She's jumping up and down. I love it. It's great. But just understand, when you're in the pool up to your neck, you're offsetting gravitational pull by a certain percentage. And with just your head showing, you're probably getting 80 to 90% support on your bones. So it's not really helping your bones that much. So as far as the weight coming down on her shoulders, there's, there's some added weight to her body, but the reality is the pool is offsetting that extra weight. Maybe it was 10 pounds, 20 pounds, I don't really know. So, so that part is X'd out because of the pool. And then if you want to get a, a squat pattern involved, because that's usually how people do a squat pattern, some people with a barbell across their shoulders, you're not really getting a squat pattern. So that X is out the squat pattern part of it. The aerobic part of it, yeah, I like it. I love that's That's awesome. Getting in the pool, just maybe even up to your nose and then jumping up and down to going down far enough that the water comes over your head a bit and then you burst through. I'm going to go do that today, actually. That looks like a lot of fun. So you know what? You could use that as a warm-up. Um, but as far as, aside from the aerobic component um, and the thrill of getting water on your face in a, on a hot day, maybe, the, the, the weight component of that barbell, again, is offset by how, high sh how much she's in the water. And as far as a squat pattern goes... There's really not going on. So in terms of toning and all this business, I'm not really seeing a lot going on. Okay. I mean, she's getting a great stretch for her, her chest because she's in that position opening up her arms with the barbell back there. Okay. I'm going to try to give this trainer all the props I can, but if I'm going to break it down to core strength and, and muscle training, I have to call what I see. So, okay. So enough of that. What can you do? What, what, what would I do? So if someone said, hey, you got to give your client an exercise <laughs> with a barbell across their back, what would you do? Okay, well, I wouldn't even have them in the pool, first of all. I'd have them do a squat pattern on dry land. But for the sake of entertaining this, this is what I would actually do. 
I would have the same water barbell across their shoulders if, if that's the equipment I had to use. I personally can't have my arms back like that. It's just bothersome to my nerves and my neck. So, But anyway, for the sake of explaining this, just I would have someone stand in water maybe up to their waist with the barbell across their back and I'd have them do a squat pattern in the water that deep, come up, take a step back, make the water go down lower on the body, do another squat and back up until they were in the pool up to just their feet, maybe up on one of the steps on a pool. So what, what's happening is I'm gradually adding load by taking away the help from the buoyancy of the pool, okay? And then by the same token, you can have them walk back down to the deeper part and then go backwards and keep doing that a few times. Now, that's an awesome exercise. Then maybe two times doing that, put the barbell down, right? Go to a deeper part of the pool and do 15 seconds of those head bursting out of the top of the pool exercise. Now, that now, that right there, I'm loving that, okay? We're going to get the core timing in there. We're going to get core activation. Those two things are different. Uh, if you want to find out about that, you can go to my website at michellebond.com and click on the button on the front page and sign up for my free webinar. I talk all about the difference between core timing and core activation and core strength and why you need all three. So in this exercise, you're, get, you're getting... You know, the core activation and timing, you're getting the squat pattern. So we're turning on those muscles for that activation of the muscle. Okay. And there you go. And you can get some great aerobics. Okay. So that's how I would change the exercise. All right. The, the next exercise and last exercise I'm going to talk about on today's um, episode is an exercise, to my understanding, comes from football practice. And this trainer had this actress doing this exercise. So let me explain this. You're, the, the actress was on her back in um, a bridge position. So that's knees bent, feet flat, hips off the ground, glutes, hips off the ground, making a bridge. She had a very large disc under her shoulder blades. So she could slide back and forth or say elongate the body and bend the knees. And then she was on her heels. So imagine, in bridge, a sliding disc, or like the size of a frisbee, under her shoulder blades, on her heels, lifted into bridge with, a, I think it was like a 20-pound barbell, something like that, across her pelvis, and to protect her pelvis was like one of those balance pads. Um, now, if she was going to do a glute bridging up and down, I'd be like, okay, all right, if she can handle that on her body, that's cool. But the trainer was having her push down on her shoulder blades and heels and slide back and forth, back and forth. So straighten the knees, bend the knees, straighten the knees, bend the knees. And this was to activate glutes, hamstrings, quadriceps, uh, and core. Okay, core, yeah, I could see because you're basically just on your shoulder blades and on your heels only. There has to be some activation of the core for sure. But the First thing I noticed on this exercise was all of that weight going down through her lumbar region of her back. Okay, so you gotta, when you're looking at an exercise, you gotta say, where is the force coming down on? 
So if I'm doing a squat and I have dumbbells in each hand, it's pretty much pulling down on my shoulder joint unless I kind of pinch my blades together and give my shoulder joint a little help. This, the force through here, the barbells coming down through her pelvic region, lower back, and um, being that she's up on her shoulder blades, the mid back as well. Look, I, this was a petite female. I, I No way, no way, no way, no way. Uh-uh. I just think that's a recipe for disaster. Now, why they make football players do this is because football players are huge and they're getting tackled all over the place on the field. They have to experience force on the field really known to few people on earth. Unless you're an actual tackle football player, you will not understand the kind of force that gets on your body in those crazy positions. So yeah, I'd, I'd give a you know football player oh, that. But my concern is something I'm going to tell you called ground reaction force. So what does that mean? For every pound going back down into the earth, it comes back up through the body. So the ground reaction force of all this weight is coming up through her shoulder blade area and mid-back and just her heels, okay, not her whole foot. So those heels, that ankle area could be very compromised. So the first thing you want to notice about this is the force coming down the way it is with the barbell across her pelvis the second thing you want to know is the ground reaction force only being supported by the heels, not the whole foot, and a little bit of the or the shoulder blade area and actually upper neck, which was kind of scary to me. I'm sorry, lower neck, kind of scary to me. The third thing was the working of the hamstrings. Yeah, when she bends her knees to come back down into starting, you're working your hamstrings. Yes, you are. And then when you push to straighten the legs, you're working um, quadriceps because of knee extension and glutes because of hip extension. Okay. Yeah. Biomechanically, that's true. But what is a better way? Well, here's the thing. A better way would be, and many of you might've done this exercise, lie on the ground. If you have one of those stability balls, you put your legs up on the ball. So you have your feet up on the ball covering your calves and then you lift up into bridge, right? And you draw the ball in towards your glutes and back out. Same motion, but your lower body is doing the sliding, so to speak, and the upper, bar, upper body is stationary on your mat. And if you want to add weight to that, you could have ankle weights on maybe even at calf level if they fit there um, but you're gonna save your back because you can determine how high up you want to go um, or if a ball is too high you could try a flat-footed sliding disc on your feet where your back is still stationary your hips are lifted but your feet are sliding on the ground so to me, those variations are much better, much safer, much more productive. And that force is not, you know, riveting down on your pelvis, mid back or neck. Okay. So again, not knocking, you know, people going to work out or whatever, but if I see something 
that alarms me, I'm going to call it out. I don't care if it's a famous trainer. I don't care if it's a famous person. Like I said, I'm, you know, some of these exercises are there to entertain their famous clients. Like I said, I've had famous clients before. I was not hired to entertain them. And if they wanted me to, I would just smile and say, hi, I'm a biomechanical expert and I want to help you safely. And this is the protocol. And yeah, we can have fun and we can laugh and we can do some cool stuff. But trust me, it's all going to have meaning and it's all going to be there for a reason. And guess what? They respected me for that because it's like, you know, in their art, they're going to do something that's true to themselves. Why would they ask me to compromise? They're paying for a premium service and I'm going to deliver that to them. So everybody, you can see when you see an exercise on TikTok or YouTube or Facebook or wherever, take it for what it is, but just understand there's a lot of science that goes behind what's a better exercise because literally you can make up any exercise you want. You can say, I'm going to move this way, this amount of times with this amount of weight and make it an exercise. Yeah, you, you absolutely can. But does that make it appropriate or productive or safe? I don't know. You have to analyze it. That's, that's what I do. I help people understand how their bodies are put together and then tweak out how they move through a very proprietary corrective exercise program. And these are forever tools that somebody has forever and ever and ever. And then they can go on their merry way and do whatever exercise they want, whether it's weight training, horseback riding, golfing, tennis, running, uh, football, baseball, basketball, gardening, um, whatever it is. You are going to be ready. I really hope this episode gave you some ideas on how to take a step back and really look at the exercises that are put out there. Again, if you need any help, I'm here. Uh, until next time, everybody, you know what to do. Stay uncovered. This podcast and related materials is for general informational purposes only and is not meant to be a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Seek medical clearance before starting any exercise program. The user assumes all risk. Until next time, stay uncovered.